What is going on, LAFC faithful? This is the Voices of the Black and Gold. I am your host, Nick Chastain. As always, have my co-host, Eric Celso, is out today. If you're new here, please hit that like, subscribe, and notification button so you don't miss anything. Those of you who are back, thank you, welcome, we appreciate it. Looking forward to having a great show, man. I'm excited. We're going to have a lot of guests come on today. It's Derby week. It's El Trafico, our first El game Trafico. as a Derby. This is going to be an amazing time. I'm excited. I'm amped up. Eric, what's going on, buddy? We have some fun guests to join us today. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. You know, it's uh, it's always a shame when, uh, when Celso's not around to give us his stats, but we got plenty of the crew coming in from the Twitter group to, to fill the spots and fill the airtime. And we're still going. It is Derby week again. I can't believe the first week of the season. We talk about the league starting off and now here we are opener Derby day. We got the Carson is not LA shirt all the way out again. And I'm ready for it. I'm pumped. It was a great, great time at the bank last weekend for those of us able to go. And man, I'm pumped up this, this season. I can't believe it's here already. Let's go. Yeah, man. I mean, look, uh, you know, we might as well just go on and bring in our first guest. Everybody loves him. He's your favorite guy, Mr. Craig. What's going on, Craig? How's it going, buddy? Hey, thanks, lads. It's, uh, it's good to see that um, I've been subbed in, you know, when 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 Nelson's not been able to make it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when, there's, a, there's always a bottom of a barrel, you know, so. <laughs> yeah hey look man um you know look it was, it was some exciting stuff has happened over the weekend right i mean uh we got a new name for the stadium bmo everybody was at bmo stadium not just for the preseason game which we're going to get to but also for the kit launch which i don't know about you guys but i'm calling it the 420 kit uh it suits the la for me it, it makes more sense that it's going to be called the 420 kit i know it's a smokescreen kit but us that are true faithful to la we all get what's going on with it um big shout out to the 420 originals i know that they're probably uh on cloud nine feeling like this actually kit is for made for them which uh, it should be um i know when i was at the bank of california the smoke was blazing everywhere and it smelled great around there and so why not drop off the best kit uh and it'd be the 420 kit i was really excited to see it at first i didn't know much i didn't think much about it uh but it has grown on me i ordered it day one but unfortunately i won't get it until a month later living on the you know in hawaii uh eric you were there though uh you know the new kits you were there for the preseason how the how did the kit look in person man the kit is the kit is beautiful you know and uh i i think I think it's one of the better jerseys we've dropped, especially kind of going into the more of a of a concept. I think the jersey it replaced is, you know, no offense to whoever designed it, but it was probably my least favorite, that kind of peachish off-white color. It was just, to me, it's, it was nothing exciting about it. But, like, the seeing the smoke on the kit and the green color, which it was pointed out to me by my wife, who was much more artistic, that yellow and black make that army green color so that green is kind of in between a black and a gold if you will and that i thought was a really cool thing i say, like, hey why don't you come on the show and tell everybody she's like oh, i'm a little shy today so anyways <laughs> that, that's the that's the thing with that that i thought was cool um call it the the you know i love the 42 originals keaton is one of the best best supporters out there and what what all those guys do i mean you know not to be biased, but I pretty much hang out with them every pregame and plenty of away days I've spent with them at their Airbnbs. 
those guys are my buddies because the plant brings us all together and uh, you know I'm, I'm in that community but couldn't be more excited for the the where the weed at kit to come out or the 420 kit it's a beautiful thing and i think uh i'm, I'm looking for it i would have bought one myself but they didn't they didn't have the uh the authentics in but my wife grabbed one the logos the apple patch man love the kit i generally think mls as a whole did really well with all the kits this year Very i think good. i think almost you can look at every single kit this year and if you look at what it replaces i think across the board almost everything was an improvement big shout out and it's always great to look fresh at the games i i absolutely agree craig where are you at on this kit man are, are you digging it well um like i'm I have the other one behind me here, you know, and I actually like that. If you're wearing it with a pair of denims or something, like that. But the, the thing that ruined that kit was the white shorts. So I thought that was a great, clean kit. The other one, looks, to me, looks fabulous on, on the team, on the pitch. Um, for myself, and I'm manning my ears, I don't know if it's it would be my cup of tea, but I certainly it's going gonna, it's gonna to fit in well with the the support over there, you know, it's definitely going to look good in the stands, you know. So, no, it's, it's well designed, but again, like I said, I probably wouldn't get it myself. And uh, but I, I was actually a fan of the, the previous kit. It's just it was the the combination was wrong for it, you know. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, um, at first I didn't when when I was seeing the links, uh, the link, I was like, I don't know, I'm not really crazy about it. We're we're black and gold. Um, the more I seen it, I was like, okay, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling it. And then when you seen it on the players, when you seen it in the, you know, them posts, I was like, okay, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm really, really digging it, you know. Um, I do wish I had it before the 25th, but that's not going to happen. It is yeah. what it is. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, I was saying, you know, for me, what I really, I really liked is the the 2018 away kit is was my favorite, you know, which is just, you know, it was white and gold and. I always think if there's a black and gold, our other kit should be white and gold. And they kind of, they kind of strained away. I mean, it's, you know, all of this stuff, it really comes down to personal taste. Like some people like it, other people don't like it. You know, there's plenty of things that I don't like that the, everybody else is going to like much more. You know, there's a lot of personal right. style to it. But right. uh, for me, like, I just, I love the white and gold, but going with the alternative, the kind of smoke, which, you know, if you're... The, the alternate is it's the smoke bombs at the show, which the 3252 are the best supporters in, in the world. So it is what it is. But uh. Definitely is. Definitely is. And then, listen, we're back at the BMO now. It's called BMO, uh, or BMO, I believe is how it's actually pronounced, BMO. And, um, you know, it, it was good to see the, the preseason being shown uh, to you guys to be open. I'm lucky enough to have a cool group of guys that, uh, Eric, you FaceTimed me. I got to see the first goal through your phone. And then uh, Omar, he live streamed it for me. And I also got to see the second goal. So I'm a really fortunate, lucky guy to be able to see them things. Um, but I liked what I seen on the pitch for the little bit that I got to see and the clips that I got to see. Uh, the, the starting uh, front three was uh, Vela, Bawanga, and Opaku. And Opoku had a great game, uh, an assist and a goal. Eric, you uh, sent us a video of that goal, which we are going to show. Wait, wait. Um, that was the second, the second Opoku goal, right? Not the assist of Vela. No, no, no. You sent me the, the goal. 
Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I goal. was live streaming you the Vela goal, which is. Yep, yep. But I, I was fortunate enough to be able to see two of the goals out of the three. Um, didn't get to see Bawanga's live, but the goal was absolutely beautiful. And again, I know everybody knows. I have him to be my MVP. I think he was going to be in the race for the boot, uh, the golden boot this year. I really am looking forward to what Bawanga is going to bring this year. Uh, but let's just show a little bit of that um, that goal from Apaku. Let's get that over here. Go, let's go, dude. Listen, I have a feeling, I have a feeling Opoku knows what he's getting into. He knows what he's coming for this year. He's he's ready. You know, look, he's going to have some competition. He's going to have some competition, right? But I'm, I think the guy is going to show up. I, I have a good feeling about it, man. And I'm, I'm really uh, pleased to, to, to see what he's you know, the energy that he brings. I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, we all know that I'm a huge fan of his. And, um, you know, look, you can't ask anything more from him. Craig, what do you think about the way that he's moving out there just on preseason already and the goal and the assist that he got? <laughs> Craig. Craig. Sorry. No, sorry, I lost you there a second. Sorry, could you I, 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 my my thing was probably my, my broadband was cutting out there. Sorry, could you just say it again, sorry? I said what do you think about how Apaku was already moving and getting the assist and a goal on his last preseason game? Yeah, well like I say I was, I was um I was I was only catching it on Twitter, same you know, same as a lot of other people. Uh definitely the all the goals were fabulous. They were they were showing what they could do. It's like they'd never been away. Um, good, solid performance. It's uh, it's going to it's only going to bring confidence. It was a it was a lesser team, but they, they were um, they were a good test. You know, they they, they actually they provided a good a good workout, and they, it got the guys playing as a team again. Particularly, like you say, as a focus. Finishing that way, Chiellini, we set up play in Buanga. You know the, all the things you want to see in that game. That's uh, that's what a, that's what a good preseason game should be. Practicing your moves, fine tuning that stuff, and it all came out in that game with, with, with the goals, didn't it? You know, so you can't ask better. You know, there, there's there's lapses when they let in the goal. They're going to try out things. That's that's what these games are for. But it's as good as a, it's as good as you can expect from the last preseason game, getting into a big game against Galaxy. Right. Definitely. Right. Eric. Yeah, you know, I think I think uh, Opoku is going to be in the conversation for the MVP. I don't think he's going to just let Boong run away with it. And I I think looking at him, especially that last game, his work 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 rate was outstanding the entire game. On and off the ball, he was moving. You know, Opoku, he looks ready to prove himself, and I think he's starting to mature. And, like, that young player that's just getting enough maturity now that I think he's about to take the bull by the horns. So, 
super promising. And um, I, yeah, I, I think when Buke came in, Buke is definitely going to be an understudy. You know, maybe he turns it on later, but I think there was a a really clear difference in quality. And I, I think Apoku is going to grab that spot. And watching that game, I'm not as concerned as I was before about a nine. That being said, you know, that game was uh, San Diego is not exactly the strongest opponent we're going to face, but the, the team did what it, what it should. Of course, and that's fair. All right, we're going to bring in another guest with us, too. We have Mr. Pookie. What's up, Pookie, man? How's it going, brother? Let's see. He says you're on stage. Okay. You're on stage. There you go, because it said what? backstage. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's up? I got the little one already waving. So that's okay. He's always yeah. representing LAFC, and that's that's yeah, all that yeah, matters. So. <laughs> yeah, it was good to be back. It was good to be back at the bank and, you know, was able to cop the jacket. Ooh. Um, yeah, I was I was telling Eric that I, I liked like I liked the color. I mean, on the jacket, it was it's like an army green color. We're in, you know we're army family, so you know other side of the family is navy. So it was like, all right, then I I see it. Yeah, I see. Oh, right. another one. Yep. Yeah. Hey, he stays yeah. representing LAFC. Yeah. If you don't yeah. know, it, it was uh, fun. Are always at the, always at the match representing uh pookie yeah. we were just talking about the new kits man i know you're a, uh, more of a goalie kit guy um yes. but, but what do you think about the new kit um just like what you said in the beginning like kind of skeptical because you know it, it didn't do justice and then when we saw it and then you know what like sold it to me was when it, we saw that they actually wore the whole green down mm. or dc green whatever you want to call it i was like okay we're gonna look good on tv because right. nothing against the rose gold or what they were trying to do with that one, I always was against it. And I think I told Eric, or I told somebody, it was like, why always wear white, white uh, socks and white uh, shorts? Yeah, it's like, no one liked the off, off white and white together. <laughs> it's just like, like, guys, we could do better. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, I was like, I was saying one time, can you just put the black on the on on that? You know, right? So I think we were just ready to go. Um, For sure. And yeah, right away, you know, I, I mean. Uh, all grad, congrats to 420. Wear it. That's your uniform on the road or wherever you go. Hey, I'll power it to you guys, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that intent, but why not? No. Grandfather it in. <laughs> no, of course it wasn't, but we're going to roll with it, right? I mean, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Grandfathered in. That's it. It's grandfathered in. <laughs> um, so uh, I was asking the other guys about Opoku and how he played in the preseason. He got an assist and a goal in the last game. I thought he looked fantastic. Not to mention also Kalini out there making some of the most dime passes, just showing yeah. his um, his his ability of what he does from the backfield, being the commander that he is. I've known him to be all through Juve. Um, what did you see from yeah, yeah. Hope that, that you felt was promising this uh, this last game? Uh, second year healthiness. You know that's yes. that's number one. Second year healthiness. Yes. Knowing that he he is going to be a starter. There's he's not behind nobody. And now he's like, he's ready to go. That's what we did see. Uh, shout out to Vince. Um, I saw one of his IG posts where he taught me something about what Kilini did to felicitate him, you know, like a little, I think what you could say in um, in basketball, a little jump fake where he kind of like, kind of deked the guy to make sure he wasn't going to go straight for the corner kick. And that kind of, he, he Vince has like taught me today. I was like, oh, and that was able to give Apoku that run. So. I liked all that. And um, one thing I think we saw, Vela went on 90, right? Or 85? Yeah. 
yeah so i was like okay okay we're, we're getting our we're getting our, our minutes in you know it's funny that you mentioned this velo thing because i heard that he went and got like a trainer and he's really all hyped up yes, for this uh for this season and everything and if you think about back in the day we sort of would mention about how vela never seemed like he was completely bought into the situation and this and that and this game he is completely 100 percent or this season it seems like he's already uh bought into uh what you know uh Trundolo is going to bring um, it's, it's very exciting to know that our, our main man is out there getting some extra training and uh, ready ready to come in full full blast. You know, like, well, look, we have a bunch of cool kids coming in. You got Tillman out there looking like a beast, um, big old tall guy. And, you know, you got these fast guys with Bawanga and Apoku out there. So you got to you got to show up. And, and he it feels like he he's noticing that. Eric, did you see anything? Within yeah. Bella showing showing a little bit more grit out there in this last preseason game. No, he he went he went the full ninety. And now one thing I did notice is Vela had like the he had full compression pants on underneath. You know, like he was complete. His legs were completely covered. And so I think I think as to that, it looks like he's got a lot of drive, and he knows that he's going to be putting some mileage on. And so he's I think just starting to prepare for that. And you know. That's the thing with the great players is the great players know they need to start they need to really focus on it the older they get so they can they can like squeeze the best the best playing out of them through those last years and it's a really far cry as we were talking about it I was remembering when he first came on and uh, you know a lot of people who followed Vela his whole career would kind of he had a reputation for playing really well in his contract years but once the contract comes that that he kind of falls off for a couple of years and then picks it up again as it's coming towards the end, at least before he came to us, that's kind of how it went. And, um, you know, I think, I think we might've even kicked on that before he got his renewal, you know, the other year, but to see him come back right after a contract year like this, looking so focused, looking good to go is super promising. And I, I think, I think Vela really, really feels comfortable where he is and he's ready to lead this team towards more greatness. Like he must be hungry. That's right. All right, we got another guest here. We got Mr. Gaston, a.k.a. Hey. LAFC Uruguay. What's up, buddy? I'm glad that you were able to make it. Hey, guys, can you see me well? Because We can see you. We can see you. Thank you for showing up. Yeah. Hey, man, I just want right, to tell you guys, I just want to tell you guys, I appreciate y'all coming here, man. I always like having you guys on here, especially around the Derby and Carson week and all that. So thank you guys for showing up. Gaston, how's it going, buddy? Thanks, man. I'm here. I'm not at home right now, so I'm with my mo mobile data, and perhaps you don't see me well, but I didn't want to miss out on this special show, the first one of the season, so um, looking forward to it, man. Yeah. So we're just talking about the first preseason being at BMO, um, or the last preseason game at BMO where everybody got to attend. Uh, Apoku uh, showing out, doing his, um, you know, having a, an assist and a, and a goal. And uh, just get your thoughts on that, and then we're going to move on. Well, man, um, uh, I, you all know that Apoku is a really talented player. Um, we love him in, in this, in this uh, community, in Voices of the Book and Gold. And uh, I'm one of his biggest fans. So uh, hopefully he can score again uh, against the Carson. GOAT. Uh, yeah, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT, we know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, he needs, he needs to step up now that Arango isn't here. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So as we all know, um, 
MLS is going to be on Apple this year, man. It's going to be a big deal. The content has absolutely been fantastic on uh, on Apple. If any of you have had of it, it's been just great. I've watched all of those things on there. Um, during the um, the preseason, they were showing some of the Orlando uh, New England game. Um, it, it was great. It looked crisp. It was really cool. I'm really excited about no blackouts. Uh, are you guys pretty excited about the uh, Apple deal, uh, Eric? Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Uh, and the extra content they put up there is, is really great. And I think they announced earlier this week that they were going to allow bars to stream it across the country. I think, I forget the number, up to like 3,000 bar partners were just going to be able to stream the game and, and show them there as part of the deal as wow. well. And so awesome. being able to have that, because, you know, a lot of times with this, if a bar wants to show a game, they have to get on a special feed, pay an extra fee. Like I know for NFLs like that, like it's a different right. between just being a regular, regular person and being like an establishment. So, but I believe Apple is spreading out. So to me, I think this deal is already given more access to MLS. Ironically, sure. through a pay service than it had before, if you factor everything in. But for sure. Craig and Gaston, since one of them is, is in the EU and the other one is in South America, if they're going to have the access to Apple TV or if we're going to have to figure out how to hook them up somehow. Yeah, so Gaston is in a little <laughs> is, is in, a, in a situation where they're not, they don't have it there, right, Gaston? It, it, it's incredible because only two countries in, in the American continent that don't have access to Apple TV. Cuba, which is um, kind of logical for political reasons, and then Uruguay. We, we are a completely normal country. I don't know why, but uh, with a VPN, it's solved. I already tried, and I could access to all the content. Uh, shout out to Lalo, um, Lalo from this uh, Boys of the Black and Gold. He oh yeah, uh, gifted me and uh, access to the to the service. Yeah, so, good job, big shout um, out, brother. Thank you for that. Guys, you're gonna be able to watch it, man, because it's great content. He's he's a great person, and uh, hopefully, um, hopefully you can follow him on on Twitter. Great guy, great takes. Um, yeah, with a VPN, I could access. I watched the LAFC profile video. It was great. I, I learned a lot about the club because, well, the, maybe there are things that are kind of obvious to those of you who are in LA, but for me, uh, far from the community, far from, from everything. It makes um, you feel like you're there, though, right? You get yeah, some yeah, of the inside. Um, you get to hear the chants. You get to hear. You get to see the club profiles. It's amazing, and there's some great interviews in there. And there's going to be even more great interviews to come. I've been told. Um, really looking forward to the extra content that they're going to put out. Um, Craig, you you are able to get it though, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't hooked up yet. Yeah, as as you know, guys, I've talked to yourselves, Matt. My LAFC spending this month has been quite high already, so uh, I'm just waiting. This, uh, I'll, I'll probably do it this week or something, you know. But, so let me fill uh, everybody in, Craig. Let me fill everybody in. Craig is actually going to be at an <laughs> LAFC match, guys. So if you see Craig, make sure you come and buy him beers, say what's up, give him high fives, hugs. He wants them all. This is going to be <laughs> Craig's uh, first game in a long – what, since uh, 2018, right, Craig? No, this will be my first. Game. This would be it. It's sort of like something that, yeah, so it's like something I took back with me, you know, and then looked in, went into it, you know, and it was over nineteen, and then so like the the very next year, what I'd done was with um with 
had done a ton of overtime at work and stuff like that, and right. was able to book to go back. But the pandemic came and lockdowns came, so this is only happening now. So, yeah, I'm, hey. I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward. To it. I'm looking forward to nothing else. You know, I'm so. looking forward. To, I'm looking forward for you, man. I'm excited <laughs> for you. I can't wait till you go. I, we're gonna make sure we blast it so everybody knows that Mr. Craig is coming. Make sure you buy this man a beer and just give him some love. He's been a true, true, true LAFC fan from day one. Him and Uruguay both. Just because they're not in LA doesn't mean that they don't support hardcore. And that's something <laughs> that I love about them too. Pookie, what's up, man? Did you got the uh, you got the Apple content though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been an Apple guy since day one, so I'm happy. Yeah. To get done, done Are you looking stuff. forward to it or what? Well, remember who we talked? Uh, we text one another and we said about the content, and, oh. and I said I, I I seen my son grow through there. Yeah. And I've seen every part where I've been through there, and it was just like like settling back. And, and I and I said this, I felt that it was it was proper. We want that now to feel how. You know, and it's five years, right? But it's just yep. like, whoa, like it hurt when yep. we lost Western, uh, Western Conference against Seattle. We were there right. singing all the way till they lifted it. We outshotted whatever PR they were doing. So it was great to do right. that. Um, going on the um, on MLS, I'm going to give credit to Darren Garber because, or whoever the, the production team over there, because they're forcing people to be invested in their club and learn a little more, you know, like, um, uh, Eric, last night I saw a little bit about the Minnesota United because I've always been curious how they came about the whole Wonderwall yeah, song and ASL team. Yeah, the Wonderwall song and all that. So I mean, for for us fans that we go to uh, on the road, we I, I think I want to learn about my opponent too, but not on the field, but you know the community. You know, learn learn where we're at because it, it's a good thing about going when we go to away games. We always connect with other fans and just have bars and drink at bars and we just start knowing each other's history. Um, right. And MLS is going to be the first one to lead into this because a little bit about my background now with MLB baseball, um, Valley Sports is going bankruptcy. And so MLB is going to follow the, the it's going to follow the template of MLS on no more blackouts because mm. that's the whole thing. Yes. That, that's the thing because so MLB, when we did the, when we did everything, when I was in the Marlins, we we did um, regional, right? So that's why you couldn't see it at home. It was blackout, right? But with with um bank with the whole Sinclair and all that going to bankruptcy, so now MLB as an entity like MLS is going to take everything now, and they're following exactly the template. At it, it may not be what the amount is MLS, or maybe a little higher, maybe lower, but it's doable. Because you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Game shouldn't be blacked out anyway. I've always found that to be silly when I lived in LA, and you had to have a certain um, uh, streamer for to watch uh, the Dodgers. It's, it's a joke. Um, but this is what we're here for. We're here for LAFC. We're five days away from our opening, and it's also the Derby, right? We're we're up against our rivals, the Carson uh, Carson Galaxy, for an El Trafico at the Rose Bowl. At the Rose Bowl. And this is what's amazing, right? I've been told that there's been 70,000 tickets already sold. Uh, I think the, the, Eric told me that 74,479 is the record for Charlotte. Uh, the Rose Bowl holds 89,702. I don't think that we could get that. But how cool would it be if, if, if El Trafico becomes the one that is the new standard for the, the sellout attendance 
for MLS. I mean, that's amazing, right? Like, this is something that really can happen, and LAFC make another stamp. I mean, look, we're breaking records all the time. Why not break that record? Eric? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we... We broke RSL's all-time attendance record last season when we when we were there, shattered it, and uh, I think that was what MLS is intending is they want to break the all-time record which was just set by Charlotte for their opener last season, which is at seventy-four thousand. We heard three or four days ago that they had just cleared the seventy thousand tickets sold mark, and it seems like with five six days to go that this should be pretty doable. Now, the rough thing here is Mother Nature is not going to be as cooperative here and so <laughs> if we do break that seventy-four thousand record it's going to be very impressive because it's going to be in the low 50s and pouring rain you know that's that's where you got to assume so if you are going to the game you're gonna to have to bundle up you have to wear some rain gear just be ready to get rained on for four or five hours if you dress right you'll be comfortable but i think it's going to make it really hard to pass this all-time attendance record if they do do it, I mean, it's just going to make it completely amazing that we did it with all of this working against us. But it, no, it should sure. be a fun time. For sure. Craig, I mean, listen, if we make it over the 74,000 mark, right, they show up, they show out. Hey, that, that's a pretty great day for LAFC. Another record to be broken, LAFC's name be in there. Well, uh, like I was saying in chat the other day, I think LAFC is going to look they have to expand some way that stadium anyway. That's you know winning winning the championship and uh, the, the the way that people are switching on the LASE for football in the city. Um, I don't see the, the crowds going in the opposite direction for a long time. You know, there's there's momentum there, so th this is only going to get bigger. This is showing it can get bigger. Um, you probably no one probably wants to hear this, but you probably probably want to keep Galaxy competitive. You know that's that's what, that's what's going to attract people to the game. You can't have a poor opponent as well. They're going to put everything into this game. This is the only game that makes them relevant. This is what's keeping them in the modern game at the moment. Is this derby? And uh, you know definitely, I think I think there's this the more a regular thing. Neutral venues. I don't know, but you guys have seen that at the Sophie and stuff like that. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it, it can only be good for, for the Derby, good for the city, good for the profile of everything. And, and good for Apple. You know, look, they're going to have a Derby on the first week, right? And, you know, look, it is going to be cold. But I guarantee you, all of LAFC faithful are going to show up there ready to go. Steam is going to come off of their heads because they're already chanting for the two hours in the rain. They're going to be hype and they're going to be ready. And I know Pookie and his crew are going to be there. The Tunnel Snakes, they'll be yeah. there ready, rocking and rolling. Pookie. We're going to be ready. We're the crew's ready. ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's ready. I mean, we've been to Rose Bowl for other things. Why not a derby? You, you went to that Miami game last year, did where it was pouring. Yeah. It's not going to be that <laughs> It's It's going to be all right. I'm second nature. Yeah. Second. <laughs> it's just a little water. <laughs> it's a little water. A little, little Caribbean water. But no, yeah. we're pumped. We're excited. Um, we're, actually, we're, um, we're interested in how the, the aura is going to be, how is everything going to be set out, you know, how the game is going to be, how we're going to flow. It's the first game of the season. You, you want to start right. You want to start on the right foot. Again, I keep saying it. I want to start healthy. I want to finish healthy. 
Mm. So I, I'm excited on the field and off the field because off the field, it's just going to be black. Right. Black oh, is yeah. right. Like passenger 57, always bet on black. That's right. And I know that the, the, the club is asking everybody to come and make sure you do, as Pookie just said, black it out. I know everybody got the new kits, but wear that black kit. Everybody be blacked out because we want them to understand who we are, and that's what we are. We're black and gold all day, every day, baby. That's and just not what only it that, is. This is this is a we're wearing black because this is a home game. This is going to be an away game that's a home game, and it's kind of like I think wearing black is really just sticking it to them to say we're not we're not on the road here. Sorry today, it's not your day. This is our house. No yeah. question. So, you know, I see a lot of people putting LAFC very far down their list of how we're going to end. And, um, you know, for me, that's a little disappointing. You know, they're going to have a little bit of a hangover and then they're going to be worried about the CCL and this and that. I don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily believe that, me personally, but everybody knows I am super biased. I love this club. I will not say anything negative. It's just how it is. You know, look, when, when things were negative, I'll, I'll say what it is. But when it comes to me believing that we can always win against Carson, you'll never hear me tell you that they can beat us. I don't care what they have on their roster. It's not just not going to happen. It's not who I am. However, I do want to know, what do you guys think that LAFC needs to do to make sure that we do win this first match? Eric? I, you know, this this is one of those games that I think is just going to kind of be a crapshoot because both teams haven't really played a real competitive match yet. We've just they've just played friendlies. They've been tuning up. They've been getting their ideas. But, you know, it's and the first three games are very hard to predict because the teams the teams haven't quite found each other yet. Since we have a lot of continuity with last season, I think I think we're going to do, do good. I think we're going to come out and win this game. I think we might even win this game authoritatively by two or three goals. And they just got to come out with intensity, and that's it. And, you know, Carson's going to come out with intensity. We got to match that. The quality is there. I think the momentum is in our direction. And uh, it's also, they're, they're probably not going to have a lot of their supporters there. It's going to be quiet, and it's going to feel hostile to them. And I think they're going to feed off of the fans' energy, and that's going to push us over the top. And I think at the end, it's not going to be much of a game at all. Okay, well, let me, let me just get you a little amped up on what we are expecting that's going to happen, okay? Just let me give you a couple of beautiful LAFC goals versus the Clown Carsons. <laughs> Win. Rossi, it's Bella, it's 1-0, and it is that man again. Blessing. Rodriguez, this could be a gem, it will be for Bella. Bella. Here's Rossi, 3-2. But stop it, Carlos Bella. You play until the whistle's blown. The whistle is a blown. Bela plays. Rossi scores. Anyway. Rossi. So fleet has put Diamandis on Mars. That could be the decisive moment. Diamande. Gap opened up for him. All the way. Size and speed has never been the question for Diamande. And Carlos Vela trying to roll that in. He's got 
I mean, if that does not get you amped up, guys, I don't know what will. Come on, man. Give it up for the pro, guys. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Listen, man. Listen, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Uh, Pookie, when you watch that, what, what happens, man? For me, I got the jills. I'm ready. I can't wait for, the, for five days to go past. Man, it shows we never give up. It shows we're there for a fight, and it shows it's a long fight. It's it's funny. It's um, I'm actually have a uh, Rocky three up here. There's one phrase that Clubber Lane says. What do you expect about the fight? Pain. That's it. And every it. fight, it's always been pain. That's it. You can't All the quit. Time. You can't quit in a rivalry. You got to show up. You got to yeah. show up and show out. I like yes. that, Craig. Craig. I mean, look, man. You've been around this game for a long time. You've seen a lot of good derbies. Where does this derby hand like settle within? your time frame of watching this sport it's, it's brilliant it's, it's, it's um you know it's, it's always all attack both teams you know you know they, it, the, the goals that, that you, this, game, this derby produces is, is absolutely crazy isn't it you know I mean some, there's been some mad score lines have been turnarounds in games the, the thing is with this one I we're the opening game of the season particularly and the last derby was in the playoffs and you've got to remember that that was that was a close game when they came to the scoreline you know and stuff and I, I think it's what I've said before Carson this is the only game that makes them relevant in MLS now this is if they don't if they don't perform in this game what are they? Their fans are, are starting to revolt. And yeah, they've always been revolting, but they're, uh, <laughs> they're starting to revolt now. So I I think they're, they just look at this game, whereas LASE look at the game, but they've always got another eye in the season. So I I think for the, the neutral venue and like the real need, to, like they'll be they'll be doing they'll be doing anything. And everything as we've seen before, and I'm I'm going to take this one for a draw, a tie. Oh, you're going to take for a draw? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, uh, because I think if, if, if purely because if Carson don't get a result in this game, their their season like uphill right from from day one. I yeah. don't think they can they can afford that. I think they're I think they're all, they're almost going to get there muggy to get okay. a result in this game, you know. So you have us out of draw. So, oh, that breaks my heart a little bit, Craig. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ah, uh, no, but that's that's, <laughs> that, but that's not a season killer for LESC. That's the difference. Uh, you know, that's the difference. You know, it's I am um, a defeat for Carson is 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 anything. And like I say, you go back, you go back. There was a difference in quality in the playoff game, but it was still a, a close scoreline. We had to get a wrangle to. Um, get the win in the end, you know, so they, they do, they, they, they raise themselves for this, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, see, I see quite a few people in here. Send us a comment. Let us know what you think your scores are going to be. I really like Jonathan's 10 to 0, but I would love to see what everybody else says. Uh, Eric, where are, you at, where are you at on the score predictions, man? Eric. Uh, me, yeah, Car Carsadina. Not like that's the funniest thing about Jonathan's comment is like LAC ten Carsadina. I zero. love it. I was like, dying <laughs> zero. Um, no, no, I, I, I think the score is going to be. I think it's going to be a thorough wipeout. I think it's going to be a three zero that we're going to take this one. Um, 
you know, I also think that that Carson on paper and probably coaching wise as well is going to be the strongest Carson team that we've seen since we've been in the league. I, I think their lineup top to bottom is pretty good. I think if Chicho, Chicho, Chicharito didn't have the hamstring injury, I think they'd be much more dangerous. But uh, Jovalich is also really good. And again, Vanny knows how to coach in this league. I always thought in their offseason, uh, 3-5-2 looked better, which is what he did on Toronto's 2017 winning season when they won the double. That's what he went with. And it seems like their roster is good for that. But I think they're going to have to adjust to it. I think we're going to see a much different and stronger team, Carson team when we play him later in the season. But Butterflies, we're going to take them out tomorrow, on right. Saturday. Right. Well, we got another guest to come on in here. Hey, man. This guy right here, everybody needs to watch this man. He has a week old baby and he's here now. Come on, our month old baby and he's here. What's up? What's up, Chris, man? Congratulations on the baby. Thank Congrats. you for joining us, brother. I appreciate it. Full on a faithful LAFC person from day one. Uh, what's up, Chris? Not much, man. What's up with you guys? Man, appreciate you coming here. I know, I know you. I know, I know how it is to have a, a month old baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my fourth too. So we've been. I know it is. <laughs> you, you had your LAFC jersey on under your scrubs. I saw the picture. I did. Well, it was actually a jacket because he came in the middle of the night, so it was cold. But so I threw on, I threw on my LAFC jacket and went. And it just so happened, my, my wife had said, "Oh, let me see that picture the nurse took." And she said, you had to have the crest right in the damn picture, didn't you? I said, yeah, just, yes, you did. It wasn't yes, planned. It just worked <laughs> out that way. But, you know, so, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, from um, uh, Eric thinks it's going to be a 3-0. Craig thinks it's going to um, be uh, a draw. What is your score prediction for this match? I, I, I have such a hard time predicting these games. I mean – it feels like whenever we're the better team, which has been fairly consistent since we've been in the league. I mean, they have not been great. Even those Laton years, we were outpacing them in the table quite easily. It's just always got a different vibe to it, right? It's a, it's a, it's a derby. It's, it's hatred, and anything can happen. And we got some new guys. I mean, we don't really know. I mean, obviously, we got we got Chiellini and we got Mario back there, but who knows if Long gets some run? I mean, that that's what I'm most worried about. Would be that having a new center back get run. But I think otherwise, it's kind of business as usual. The rest of that lineup, Sans Chicho, is we, we've all been here before multiple times. The only variance is going to be the stadium. Is going to be, you know, as of right now, last I heard, over seventy thousand tickets. Yeah. Um, and I would have to imagine that we will be significantly louder. I mean, I would bet my mortgage on that. The Galaxy fans are bums as it is. Let alone now they got this whole boycott and stuff like that. So. I still think I still don't think there's a scenario in which Carson doesn't play as tight. So I'm going with two one. Um, you know, I imagine it'll be a tight game. I think Boyanga nets a brace, puts it away in like the seventieth. And uh, you know, it's chippy as usual. I think you should we we all we all better be ready for that parking lot after. It's gonna be a little it's gonna be a little sketchy. Getting out of the Rose Bowl is not like getting out of the bank. There's two ways in and basically one way out. So you're gonna be forced to uh uh, brush shoulders with uh, with some of them Carson folks, but I do feel like there's no excuses for our team to win this game. They've got injuries, uh, they've got a lot of turnover, they've they they they've lost just about as many players as we have, and they're not coming off of a championship or a double. 
So th- there's just not a lot of excuses for LAFC to not go in and win this game. Our midfield will be virtually unchanged from last year. Up top, we won't have Chicho, but I mean, I imagine Stipe will get the start on the wings. If not, it'll be a Poku with Vela and Boyanga. Boyanga has looked phenomenal. He came on really strong at the end of last year. I'm expecting huge things from him. Like I'm, le- I'm legitimately trying to find a sports book that has golden boot odds because I want to bet that man. I really feel like he is going to destroy. I think the vast majority of pundits, LAFC fans, anyone that watches MLS is underrating the season that he's going to have. He is absolutely going to destroy the league this year. I think he's on a different class than most everybody in this league sans about 10 players. So um, I think he's going to show everybody that. He's going to put the league on notice game one right out the bat in front of a lot of people. It's going to be just like playing PSG in League One with 70,000 folks in front of them. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun time, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for it, ready for the season to start back up and ready for kind of the spectacle that is the Rose Bowl and uh, El Trafico, you know? So 3-0, zero, 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 or, or uh, a draw, and then Pookie, where, and you got 2-1. Pookie, where are you at on the score prediction, man? 3-1. 3-1. I just, like, I'm, I'm with everybody. The morale over there is uh, We can't bad. hear you. Oh, I can, I can, yeah. yeah. I can hear him. Okay. I can hear yeah. Pookie. Go ahead. Oh, I said 3-1. The morale over there is not great. Um, you know, tough times for them, whatever their business is. And I've always said it. Let's worry about our own internal house, our own internal stuff. Let them do what they got to do. Hey, you know what? It is what it is. And I just feel like yeah. we give up that one just towards the end. We probably shift some rotation stuff or whatever. But if we score within the first 10 minutes, that morale just goes down. Who knows who's there and this and that. So it's, like I said, let's start off with a right foot right. Let's get out of there healthy. I mean, it's going to rain. Let's not get no injuries. And then just yeah. basically just tell them, hey, you know what? In Pasadena, Carson, LA, Tokyo, wherever you want, we'll play and we'll beat you. There we go. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so too. Um, that's That sounds pretty good going through it. I think we're having a little bit of a technical oh, difficulties him. here. But, yeah, let's, let's go – let's kind of go into more uh, at, at the end of the season, everything. Like, let's do predictions on what what we're going to accomplish. How – like, where are we going to sit at the table at the end of the year? What cups are we going to win? Um, and all that. Yeah. Can you all hear me? Yep. Yeah, we got you. All right. Yeah, Sorry yeah. about that. I had a little bit of a uh, – yeah, mess up real quick. Um, anyways – uh yes so i didn't hear pookie score what was it guys i'm sorry three one three one three one okay yeah i believe that um i believe that uh lafc will run away with this one i'm liking eric's three zero i don't know if it'll be a three zero i'm seeing more maybe a two zero um i I like the bawanga getting a brace i'm with that on with you chris i mean you know at the end of the day everybody knows i'm high 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 on this guy i think that he is going to be an absolute monster for us um but um yeah like all the score predictions i'm gonna throw some of these up here sorry guys i'm just pushing through these and um let's talk about how many games do we see lafc winning this year look we have a lot of games right um i know that i'm going a little crazy on what i think i I started looking at my scores and i was like oh my god nick what are you thinking what are you smoking on um but i want to hear where you guys are on all this uh because yeah after i looked at my thing i was like what the heck just happened to me man i have them like shooting up 
fuck it. I have him at he winning 29 games, uh, drawing nine. I was like, yo, that puts him at like 78, which is unheard of. So I think I need to go and reevaluate. I have him only losing twice. Um, but, but, but yeah, Wait, like, who are we uh, losing to? Uh, well, we're going to lose uh, Seattle uh, the first game because it's an away game and it's after um, it's only four days after the uh, CCL game. And then um, I have them losing against um, uh, uh, Colorado because we're going to Colorado after we've been playing uh, a CCL game. So I was just like, oh, man, those games That's probably nice. are going to be like a, a game that we move people around a lot. And then the draws – it sort of made sense to me, but I think I need to reevaluate some of my picks, you know. But look, I'm I'm very biased on this, so you guys need to put me in my place. Uh, Eric, I'm gonna start with you. Where where do you see us ending the year at? I mean, I'm gonna go more like where we're gonna fit into the conference, and I see us finishing around fifth or sixth. And again, you know, what? look, this is as as season. I said last week, we're gonna prioritize where we win, and the the. One, I'm going to reassess this after our first CCL round, because much like this against Carson, our first CCL matchup is going to be a complete crapshoot because we're going in there with two competitive games behind us. Um, Alajulenzi is going to be, you know, 10 games into their season. They're in fantastic form. They're, they're undefeated as of last week. I haven't checked their recent results, but I assume it's the same. They're on a tear. So we're going to be showing up there. We just have to survive these games. If we survive the first round and we make it, then a lot of other league games are going to get thrown out as we focus on CCL and we focus on that trophy we haven't gotten. If we get bounced out of CCL first round, all that changes and we start throwing it into winning the league again, winning the supporter shield. So I will happily put us around fifth place because that means that we're going to make a deep CCL run and we're going to sacrifice our league to do it. I also think we're going to focus on the U.S. Open Cup, which is another piece of silver we're missing, so I, and plus the CCL round. So between those two, that's why the league goes to fifth. We're still good enough that with all that, we can coast through to fifth, and maybe maybe something happens in the playoffs, but that's okay. where I got it. So you have a sitting in six. Craig, six is low for me, man. I mean, look, I think that we win the cup. I think that we're the first team to do it back-to-back. I understand with CCL and everything. I think I agree with Eric as far as the supporter shield that we won't make that huge run for the supporter shield if we're in the CCL going deep in it. Where do you have us sitting for the league at the end of the year? Well, go back to uh, talking about Baylor and stuff like that. Yeah, LAFC still is the strongest team, and it's got a better team than it started with flashes. A more settled side, you know, Rodriguez and stuff like that still floating about last season, you know, you've got guys more set in their positions, there is some new, new lads coming in, so you still have a very good team, but you you don't have um, a wrangle who could nick you those extra wins and points, and the same, you know, okay, done it a lot less, but, you know, Bale had his influence and stuff, so I say, you, you know, you're yeah, yeah, it's going to be very difficult to follow up. Everybody's going to, you're going to be a target. You've got a target on your back after winning that championship as well last season. So you've got all that psychology, everyone really preparing, going that extra bit to bear against you. So I see you about second or third, to be honest. And, you know, the, the 121 uh, regular games last season, probably maybe the 18 or whatever, there was just those few games that they, they, really, they really nicked the points. 
mm-hmm. last, last season. So that's going to be the difference, I think. It's all going to depend if and who they who they bring in during the season. I I, I don't know the, the, what the plan is, but you know the the, the way they went with the, with the summer signings last year, are they going to repeat that? That made the difference again. So there's probably probably a you, you, good chance of making a stab at the, at the MLS Cup again, but you're not you're not doing that by getting top of your conference. So okay, yeah, open so cup, open cup, open cup. I think and either CCL or MLS. It all depends where the strength is. Is it is it, is it the start of the season or the end of the season? And that's going to depend on your your signs. So. Open cup and I, I, I think you went around the question and didn't actually give me a number, but that's okay. No, I, <laughs> I did give you a number. I gave you two. I gave you two. two. But I, okay, I, I two. don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to just seem to catch people by surprise, or if it's going to be one that finishes well. That okay. You know, All good. right, Pookie, where you at, man? Where, what number do you have us sitting at at the end of the season? So I'm looking at it right now. Number one, it's hard to repeat. It's one of the hardest things because remember what it I said. It is hard, but if anyone not, can do it, we can. We, we have the mentality of what I said because remember now we're not hunting. We're the hunted. We've always have been the hunted, baby. So, always so, the hunted. Now that you're a champ, it changes. It's, That's true. Good to be champ. I say um, four. I say four. Four. Just because okay. of the long schedule, the long things. I'm pretty sure they're gonna. some guys are going to rest. Like you just said right now, hey, we're coming up for this to go for that. Like. You don't want to see too far ahead, but at the same time, you don't want to be like Seattle, where you're yeah. like, whoa, we're way too far ahead. Now we, we can't even get into playoffs. So you kind of want to mix in the right times, when and when and how. Um, yeah, about fourth. And I think we, I'm going to go with you and, and say we're going to, most important, try to win the cup back, back to backs. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be first priority. I don't think we're going to run for the shield. I think we're going to rest more and then go for the shield. We've already won it twice. Fair. I think uh, worst case scenario, Open Cup, we're going to probably land somewhere good place where we could play somewhere cool. I just don't see the CCL, just the, the travel. I mean, unless the schedule really, really falls for us where we don't have to travel much. It's in, in-house. There's not much miles, East Coast or down South or anything like that. So that, it's just the travel, you know, that I don't see the CCL being and just how Seattle did it. Congratulations to them and all being the first. But they got a lot of work to do this year. A lot of yep. work. Yep. It's a lot of miles in those. Chris, let's finish you out. Uh, where, where do you where do you see us ending the year at? For the I got us at the four. I got us at the four five turn. Kind of the same as everybody else. Just for the simple reasoning of. It's it's really hard to pin down a sixty game calendar year. Right. We're gonna drop points to teams we should not drop points to. I don't. Fair. I don't envy those evenings on Twitter because people in this fan base have no uh, real gauge of reality. Like things like that occur, especially when you've got that type of minutes um, kind of hitting the legs of of, of 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 our key cogs. People say, "Oh, we gotta have more depth. Gotta have this. Oh, we got all these competitions." Well, that's great. You can also say like, "Oh, we should, uh, you know, go live on the moon." It ain't that easy to do, and there are restrictions. There are things you have to abide by. So, the roster that we have, I feel like this roster will be competitive whenever they have health. I will feel like they will be competitive whenever they have rest. But it's impossible to run that hot for a season long. I don't really. I'm not counting on us being in the shield race. 
Now, we weren't counting on this last year either. So they could easily surprise us. Could we get bounced by Ajila Wednesday or whatever there? Yeah, we could. I mean, could we get could we make a deep run? Could we make a deep run in Leaks Cup? Yeah, we absolutely could, but there's so much variance. And look, and, and our GM has uh, Dolo came out two days ago, said a couple signings still coming. Uh, you know, before April, before before the MLS window closes. And on top of it, he's armed with a lot of fake uh, MLS money to go get people in summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no one's everyone's complaining now about Arango, but this dude goes out and moves mountains and brings somebody in in summer. And when everybody's surprising, I'm going to be attaching all their old uh, we should have never sold Arango tweets because that's where that money is going to be coming from. So uh, the reality is, is that where the team sits now is not where the team will be sitting in June or July. Um, there's going to be reinforcements coming. So it's so it's really hard to pinpoint it. And 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 my heart says that I want to win every single thing, just like Thorrington says. We're a club where we want to win whatever we play in. And I appreciate that ambition. But if we're being honest, right, we're not being kind of out there and expecting literally perfection, which we have – fans in on twitter all, all day oh, we should do this we should do that that's so easy to say right but let's let's look at it from a higher level we've got a talented roster we have earned the right to not only play in every single competition that this league provides this year but we have a buy in one of them we're we got a pretty decent draw on ccl as good as this team is playing right now we could have drawn a lot worse right go look at austin's path so yeah. I, I hope we get some silverware this year. I think it could happen. I, but can I tell you which one? No. Much like what Eric said, I think it's going to be dependent upon early results. If we if we if we get a little bit hot in CCL, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna back the Brinks truck up, and we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can to win that competition. Regular season, be damned. Open Cup, be damned. It'll all go by the wayside. You're gonna see them being like, oh no, we're really trying to win this, and they're gonna be starting like Duenas. Like, come right. on, man. Don't tell me you're trying to win that. Like, we know what you're doing, right? Yeah. So they're just going to have to allocate resources to the competition that kind of floats to the top. They can't say this one's better than this one or vice versa. But CCL gets the first crack. We're going to throw everything at it. If we had good results, I imagine we move there. But from a season perspective, I hope we end up with the 4-5 turn. I hope we get, with, we, get, we get out of those competitions with a lot of health. Max is back. Maybe Segura is back in the fold by then. We got depth. And we come into the playoffs with a four or five team where the one, two, three seeds are all are all shaking in their boots. They don't want to see us. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. Eric, we come in high. I'm not worried about like, oh no, you guys gotta go fly to you gotta go fly to Nashville and play. So I think the bank with that. I don't know you didn't you. go to I'm the game, you. right? Eric, go ahead, man. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I, I don't think you, ahead, you, didn't, you didn't go to the game, right? Uh this Saturday because of the baby. I could not make the preseason game. No, no. Yeah, but I heard, so, I heard we look good. But it's hard to, no, hard to gauge. What I, yeah. What I'm gonna tell you is what astonishes us that um, so they're giving patches away now for every away game, right? And in, in the, they put that they actually put up the the our map for this year, and I was oh I was next to uh, uh, Joseph Sacker, and we started looking at it like whoa we don't even go to New York at all. The farthest one we're going this year is uh, right. Yeah. I was like, okay, so like longest flight is maybe three hours or something. So it was like, oh, okay, so now we're really going where we're not even trying to go that way. So, yep. it, so like I said, you know, we have that's to say a good schedule. That's helpful, man. That's a lot of travel, especially when you got dudes like Chiellini, who, who, who's come out and said, like, you know, uh, I just can't play every day. Yep, you know, so I like either. I, 
Like, I Go think ahead, on the Eric. other hand, the other way you got to look at this is the way that our league is set up and the way the salary cap is set up. You know, every teams just can't have a lot of depth and injuries are going to play a huge part of the season, you know, Orlando for, for everybody really hot last season. But then Antonio Carlos, who was early season speculated as possible defender of the year candidate, loses hamstring for two months and everything goes off the rails. Every team is one yeah. or two injuries away from everything completely going off the rails. On the other side, too, you have Cincinnati, which is now picked to be like a contender in the East because of the way their roster's put together. They won the wooden spoon two years in a row, not this last season, but before, you know. So that's all it takes for teams to make a huge turnaround because of the way the salary cap structure is. Every team is basically two windows away from being able to field a champion. And so not only is, is there's what we're doing, there's 28 other teams that are going to be bringing a lot of firepower against us too. So, I mean, this all of this comes together, which is why our league is so much fun to me. Well, guys... So, but on that then, Eddie, because there's probably uh, an argument then for uh, playing playing your, your fringe players in one of the competitions. Like, do you ditch the Open Cup? Do you, do you, do you put out your, yeah. your bench players, your squad players for that? You know, is that that's, you, you probably have that's to make sure the many competition you're in then. The quality really falls off after you get to probably the 13th, 14th guy in the roster. The quality really dives. That's right. And well, this is also, also I don't know you, if, you, uh, just, you just use that competition just to get, just to blood them, you know? All right. Go ahead. There Chris. was a, there was a low key move that was just made today. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Miguel Berry is, but he was a striker that ha had all these great X goal numbers uh, with the, with the crew. And then they ended up moving him to DC United, and he didn't resign. DC United just um, just bumped him, I think, to to Miami or or Charlotte or somebody today. But there's going to be guys like that that move. Like as we get towards the end of the season, there's going to be guys who fall out of favor with the new coach, or they don't fit the scheme like they used to, or they want to give the young guy minutes or whatever. So I would not rule out interleague as the way we feel. matter of fact i think that that's highly highly plausible that if we're going to add any more depth before we get into the real throws of the season it's going to come from other mls teams mm. i know everybody doesn't want to fatten us up I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of gms out there who like the lakers they ain't trying to trade with us but mm. um the reality is is that if if, if we're going to shore up the team i think it'll come from some guys who kind of are fighting for minutes and you know like they, they come here you know what I mean? And, and, and get an opportunity to fill in and be depth for a team that that's pushing, pushing for silverware and they get off of a roster that doesn't give a damn, you know, like in Houston or wherever. That's right. Hey, Nick, uh, Pookie, um, you got something to say? Yeah. What Jonathan said um, about uh, the, how, how we're going to get to the path. If you want to put it up there, it says take time to Seattle route. Don't worry about the shield. Just be hot at the end. Write it for another cup. Yeah. Yep. I think that's uh, sort of how everybody's feeling, right? Now we've had the Supporter Shield twice. No need to try to go after it again. Let's focus on the other cups, which uh, we're not going to be able to get to today and talk about all of them. But, you know, I think, I think that makes sense, right? And as Eric said earlier, if we fall off one early, then you push for certain other things. So if we fall off of the CCL, then we focus on trying to go after the Supporter Shield. You know, but we know that the CCL Open Cup are something that are big. I've seen someone asking about Lee's Cup. I think Lee's Cup is something that we're going to focus on. But I think um, John has made it clear. CCL and Open Cup is something that we want to make sure that we definitely win.
I know that we want to win everything that we're in no matter what, but at the end of the day, there are certain things that are going to hold a little bit higher standards. Um, not saying that that tournament isn't going to mean anything because it absolutely is. I just think the focus is going to be on those two particular ones and then making sure that we try to win back-to-back -back MLS Cups because it's something that hadn't been done in a long time. So why not, you know? When was the um, last time? Um, when was the last time, Eric? Back to back. The back, the last back to back, I believe, was Carson, twenty eleven and twelve, and before that was DC, like ninety six nine or ninety seven ninety eight. There's only been two back to back. <laughs> he got props now. Yeah, basically when there was twelve teams, right? Well, basically when there was no, yeah, nobody <laughs> hasn't been done for like four, 13 years. Yeah. Uh, hey man, Listen, look, see, I, see the fact you're, the fact you're, see the fact you're speaking about how difficult it is to follow up. It, that's the, that's actually one of the, the good things about MLS, isn't it? You know, Eric touches on it quite often how that the restrictions are put in there to keep it competitive, and it, you know that's what you've got to got to remember is that the the actual achievement in winning that cup last season. You, you you can't take it away from from last season's team no. squad by thinking you've got a right to go after this one. That was a huge achievement, you know. Big, big, and big got, achievement. Big achievement. And thank you guys for being here, man. First of all, you guys have shown up. Uruguay was having some trouble out there traveling around, but listen, man, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you, guys. No applause for you. Um, I'm excited for this season. <laughs> I'm, ex I'm excited for this season, man. And I'm excited to do this show. And I'm excited to see what our boys do and the, and the bond that we all have together And we when we get to talk LAFC within our chat and everything. And don't forget, man, Craig is going to be there. You guys, we're going to make sure everybody knows. Please make sure you say what's up to Mr. Craig. Uh, again. Beers. He's going to shotgun beers. He's going. His wife's going to have to walk him home in a wheelchair. She's not going to be happy yeah. about it, but he's going to have the time of his life. And that's, that's all. That right. We'll worry about the repercussions after. Let's just make sure he has a badass time. Hey, yeah, the way, the, hey, Craig. The way I see it, man, you spent all that money to get here. The least we could do is make sure you don't pay for no beers. That's right. That's oh, right. Well, oh, yeah. No. That's no. 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 I'll. Never let it be said that Scotch is never food, right? You know. That's right. Hey, and but, for uh, anybody, and for anybody coming this Saturday, even with the rain and all that, uh, most likely I'm still bringing the RV. We're gonna have, uh, you know, we're gonna be grilling the whole nine, so we'll have a ton of drinks and stuff. So, hit me up on Twitter that day when you when you roll through, and come find us. If anything changes, I'll let you know. But um, as of as of as of right now, I'm looking at probably you know 20 pounds of tri tip, and we're gonna do it up. So. He's doing it up. Make sure you go to that tailgate. Rose Bowl, baby. Hey, I got, I, got, I, got, I got one day. I got one day free, Nick. I got, I got a pass for for <laughs> about, about 16 hours. Yeah. And then it's back to changing them diapers, bro. So, that, so I got to make it count. That's what we're trying to get. Craig is a one-day pass while he's there, too. So one-day passes <laughs> all around for any of the guys that represent LAFC. Thank you all. LA is black and gold. I appreciate this. Bye-bye. So Bye-bye. Later, boys.